The message you're about listening to is from Pastor E.A. Adeboe, the General Overseer of the Redeemed Christian Church of God. Why don't you listen to the defense counsel? Because by the time the prosecutor had finished, you want to get that fellow and cut off his head. Listen to what he has to say. First King chapter 19, verse 18. First King chapter 19, verse 18. God said to uh, Elijah, Boy, oh boy, you failed the test. You are accusing the whole of Israel. I still have 7,000 who have not bowed down to any idol. I have 7,000. You're talking to me now as if you are the only one left. Holy man. There are at least 7,000 extra. You don't know all the story, brother. You may not even know the correct story. Watch it. First Samuel chapter 1, verse 9 to 20. First Samuel chapter 1 from verse 9 to 20. Can you believe it? Eli thought Hannah was drunk. Here was a woman crying out in agony to God, pouring out her heart to the Almighty God, the High Priest, Big Geo, thought that the fellow who was praying so hard that only the lips were moving, the voice wasn't hard. She was praying at a pitch. Higher than what ordinary ear could hear. And Oga thought she was drunk. How wrong can you be? Watch it. In 1 Samuel chapter 16, from verse 1 to 13, 1 Samuel chapter 16, from verse 1 to 13, the great prophet Samuel was wrong. Seven times in one day. Because he jumped to conclusions. He was sent to go and anoint a king in the house of Jesse. And Jesse brought forth his seven sons. And the first one was tall, big, handsome. Uh, Somebody said, hey, the God's anointed is before him. God said, no, sir. <laughs> you know why he thought so? Because the first king he anointed in 1 Samuel chapter 10 from verse 20 to 24, 1 Samuel chapter 10 from verse 20 to 24, King Saul was taller than everybody else from soldier upward. So the prophet jumped to the conclusion the king must always be tall, taller than everyone else. Who told you that God 
we repeat the same thing twice. Oh, there are some people who will say, well, in 2 Kings chapter 1 from verse 1 to 8, 2 Kings chapter 1 from verse 1 to 8, that since Elijah was hairy, anointing must have to do with plenty of hair. <laughs> Until you read 2 Kings chapter 2 from verse 23 to 24. Second King chapter 2 from verse 23 to 24. And you find that the man with the double portion of anointing was bald-headed. <laughs> you wonder why I'm laughing. I'm laughing because of a man who came to Ibutemata years ago. And said he wanted to see the general vice And they said, all right, go right in. He's, he's there waiting. He came in. He saw me. He said... I said, I want to see the general vice. I said, yes, sir, how can I help you? He said, you, you, you haven't heard me. I said, I want to see the general vice. I said, I'm the general vice. He said, who are you deceiving? <laughs> well, he got out. He came out of my office very angry. Fortunately, he met somebody else who was coming to see me. And when... He followed that fellow in. He was fuming. When I when you come out, I will then go and see the general vice. <laughs> and then I came out with the other fellow. Says, ah, is that the fellow? He said, yes. Where is his beard? <laughs> <laughs> you can be wrong. In the things of God, tread softly. Because you're going to be great. If you had stayed with me on going higher this long, there's no doubt about it that all these efforts of mine will not be in vain. All that you have been learning is not going to be in vain. God is going to Take you higher. Your anointing is going to increase. But in things of God, trust softly. In Luke chapter 4, from verse 25 to 26, Luke 4, 25 to 26, the Bible tells us that there were many widows in the time of Elijah. Elijah was sent to only one, the widow of Zarephath. If you are not careful, you will accuse God. How come there are many widows and you rescued only one? Bible didn't tell us the details, but many widows died of hunger during that great period of no rain. But God knows the end from the beginning. First Kings chapter 17 from verse 8 to 16. First Kings 17 from verse 8 to 16. God knows which of all these widows will put in first. Which of all these widows will be willing to sacrifice her life and the life of her son just to please God. 
God knows which one will say, yes, I have only one meal left for me and my son to eat and die. We are on the brink of death anyway, and God wants it. Fine, let God have it. God knows. You know, in Acts of the Apostles, chapter 11, from verse 1 to 18, Acts of the Apostles, chapter 11, from verse 1 to 18, after Peter came from the house of Colinius, the great apostles gathered together, called him to a meeting, and challenged him, what were you doing in the house of a Gentile? We heard that you went there. They didn't tell us all that they said. But they probably told him, you, you went to the house of a Gentile because he was rich. Peter had to say, the spirit bade me go. I heard his whisper. I was reluctant. He told them what happened in Acts chapter 10. From verse 1 to the end. Acts 10 from verse 1 to the end. I didn't want to go. But I had to obey the spirit. Hmm. Whether you believe it or not, I got quite a lot of queries recently. From well-meaning Christians. Daddy Gio, sir, we learned that you went to a white government church to go and dedicate a church. You of all people, those who would listen to them, I said, the spirit bade me go. I was obeying the spirit. Years ago, I think 1982 or so, I was invited to one little white government church. It wasn't a big one. I went because they said uh, they've heard about me. I should, I should come and preach. I went. I got to the door. They asked me to remove my shoes. I did. Because the Spirit bade me go. Because there was a man in the church, an engineer, that God knew he was going to need in the building of a campground that we have not even located at the time. I went, I preached, he gave his life to Jesus. He came to the redeemed Christian Church of God and he became the engineer who started the work of the camp. His name is Le Manche. He was the second in command to the Baba Adura. I went because God says go. In things of God, don't jump to conclusions. 
tread carefully. Can you imagine the reaction of people to what happened in Luke chapter 1 from verse 26 to 38? Luke chapter 1, 26 to 38. When all of a sudden, Mary became pregnant. Eh? Mary, with all the training we gave you in the house, we thought you are a virtuous girl. Hey, what happened? And she said, an angel came to me. Hey, angel. <laughs> Matthew chapter 11 from verse 18 to 25. Matthew 11 from verse 18 to 25. May declare the husband-to-be didn't believe her. But because she, he loved her, didn't want to disgrace her, said, I will put her away quietly. He needed an angel too to visit him and say, hey, hey, hey. This is the correct story. Now, because some of you, by the special grace of God, because you are going higher, God is going to put you in charge of his people. Sooner or later. Complaining about God's people can lead you to very serious problems. Don't forget, there is people. He said, I will build my church. It is his church, not yours. If you are not careful, if you see what you may misunderstood about the congregation, you may begin to query your calling. Numbers chapter 11 from verse 10 to 14. Numbers 11, 10 to 14. When the children of Israel were disturbing Moses, he got to a stage when he said, Ah, God, what's going on? Am I the appearance? Am I the one who born them? Why are all this happening? And if you are not careful, you might make an ungodly request. Moses said in Numbers 11, verse 15, Numbers 11, verse 15, he said, God, kill me. If you are not careful, it can lead to reduction in anointing. Numbers 11, from verse 16 to 17, Numbers 11, 16 to 17, God said, all right, David, uh, Moses, you said the load is too heavy, no problem. Gather me 70 elders, and I will take off your spirit and give to the 70. And you say the, the body is too, too heavy for you. Eh, no problem. Let 71 people carry the anointing that you alone have been carrying. Reduction in anointing can lead to very costly error. Numbers 20 from verse 1 to 12. Numbers 20 from verse 1 to 12. It wasn't long after that. 
that Moses missed it. Listen to me, my beloved. If God takes you high in his kingdom, be willing to pay the price. I'll be a price to pay. Second Corinthians chapter 12, verse 15. Second Corinthians 12, verse 15. Paul said, I will gladly spend and be spent for you. Even though the more I love you, the less I am loved. <laughs> so whatever you are going through, you are maybe you are pastoring a church or you are in charge of a house fellowship uh, and you look at all the people, you see the way they are reacting to you, hey, pay the price. Pay the price. I will tell you a story and then I will close. We've had it before. I've been fasting, praying for days on end, continuous fasting. And I was sitting down here in the camp in those early days. My office, one little wooden office, was very near the expressway. When I woke up, I mean, in the morning I was, I prayed all night. I was tired for one reason or the other. I was just low in the spirit. And I just said to myself, why am I killing myself? The people I'm praying for don't care anyway. All they want to pray for me, pray for me, pray for me. They never even consider you. They don't care. And I dozed off, I heard on the table, and I fell asleep. And I woke up with a start. There was a young girl standing before me. My office is very small, just in the door. It's directly to the office. Carrying a cake in her hand. Very little girl. Came all the way from Ikoi. I said, sir, I don't know whether it is God I had or not. I've never had him before. But he said I should take the voice I had say I should take this cake to you at the camp. I don't think the devil will ask me to take a cake. To a pastor. <laughs> I took the cake from her. I prayed for her. And she left. And I heard God say loud and clear. I thought you said nobody cares. I'm not a cake man. But I ate every bit of that cake. With joy. I should grow higher in things of God. Tread softly. Now those of us who have not even started the journey at all, who have not yet given our life to Jesus Christ, will say, if it is this tough, 
Hey, how can you ask me to come in? Ah, First Peter chapter 4, verse 18. First Peter 4, verse 18 says, If the righteous be scarcely saved, where will the ungodly appear? Or you can say, if it is this tough, I, I, those of you who are already a, a, a Christian say, I, I don't want to go higher. <laughs> it is not good to be at the bottom. My prayer is that you will be the head, not tail. So if you have not yet given your life to Jesus Christ, you are not even yet at the bottom. You need to come in to start. And then you can then begin to grow in the Lord. So if you want to give your life to Jesus Christ, please bow your head and say, Lord, save my soul. I want to taste you, Lord. I, I one day I too want to be high in the Lord. But in the meantime, I want to start with you. Save my soul. You bow your head, pray that prayer, and I will pray for you now and God will save your soul. Oh, thank you, my Father. I give you all glory. I give you all honor for your word. I thank you for releasing the truth to us because you said that when we know the truth, the truth shall make us free. When those who are coming to you now asking that we will save their souls, Father, please receive them. Forgive their sins. Save their souls. Wash them clean with your blood. Give them a brand new beginning. Let them begin the journey to the top. And Lord God Almighty, let them serve you to the very end. And all your children who are ready to keep going higher, please, Lord, whatever price we have to pay, give us the grace to pay the price. Thank you, my Father, my God. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. Praise the Lord. And those of you who have given your life to Jesus Christ, I rejoice with you. You are beginning a great journey upward. Please contact me as soon as possible, and I will be praying for you. And please contact the nearest Redeemed Christian Church of God to you. Tell the pastor there you want to know what to do next. And God will begin to take you higher day by day. Praise the Lord. Please join us on this same station at this time for another wonderful experience as Pastor E.A. Adeboye exposes the deep mysteries in the Word of God.